Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 143. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. Next morning, you've recovered all your strain. you got a good night's sleep. Everyone recovers a wound point. Yay. Getting proper rest. Bloody noses are stopped. Did Imogen get injured? Did Nobody did any medic on her. I merely injure myself. Your own worst enemy. Oh, did you just hit your face? <laughs> After a manner of speaking. She hears a lot of stuff, but she's also very clumsy. It's true. Knocking herself in the face all the time. Early in the morning, just as you're getting up, Imogen, Carex comes to see you uh, when there's no one else around. And he looks at you and says, you have some psionic ability, don't you? Um. What, what, what gives you that idea? Well, it's more like I don't want to be anywhere that Li Jun can listen in. Uh, so I think... Are you, like, Li Jun has rooms that are comfortable, slightly more comfortable than... I guess she's got space. I know, but Li Jun also has, like, crazy surveillance type stuff. It's up to you how paranoid you are about Li Jun. You can also telepathically tell him yes, can't you? <laughs> I can't put words oh. in other people's minds. Oh, okay. I think... I will say something along the lines of, I have no idea what gave you that impression, but <laughs> but let's go for a walk around the grounds. Okay. And I will, I'll spend a story point and say that you did sleep in a Lee June bunk room. Lee June special. Lee June's bed and breakfast. Yeah, that's fine. So Imogen tries to like stop the conversation while they're in the house and suggest that they go outside. Okay, give me a streetwise check. Because this is really indicating to him that you're... You don't want to talk about this here. You need to get out. I will say this is two purples, but two blacks, just because he's very unfamiliar with this type of subterfuge. Success with triumph. Okay, you you make it clear to him, like, this is a secret. <laughs> uh, he's like, yes, or, or I can inspect your uh, ship now, if that would be a good time. Oh, that's right. You said you could do something about the security and the doors. Sure. Five o'clock in the morning is an excellent time to go work on that. Yes. Uh, good to get work done early. Yeah, uh, you go to your ship. Nobody there. He once again just unlocks it. You get in the ship. And he looks at, looks at you again. And he says, You were definitely trying to peer into Malorin's mind. You strained yourself doing it. I strained myself. Succeeding at doing it. Did you know? It's a dangerous thing to be doing when those not connected with the Kala. The Kala does not corner the market on psionics. No, but it is the most practiced, most practical, I dare say the most refined form of psionic understanding. Well, I haven't been invited to join, so I'm working with what I have. Just advising you to be very cautious. You do these kinds of things. Today, you had a bloody nose. You strain yourself tomorrow, you might 
accidentally call out to someone you didn't mean to. Oh, I've done that before. And you did not learn from your lesson then. What would you have one learn from that lesson? Not to try? No. One learns from that lesson to try harder. To practice. To do things better. To be cautious about the right time and place to do things. I was monitoring Malorn to make sure he was still alive. I had a reason for what I was doing. I don't do this on a lark. I don't go around just broadcasting things all the time. Sounds like a scathing tirade. It is. She acts with purpose. Remember? She's ambitious. She's not frivolous. She fears failure. Yeah. Alright, scathing tirade it is. Lily is the one you're thinking of. Like, yeah, I'll just stab myself in the back with your axe. <laughs> and I won't learn a lesson from it. My scathing tirade has five successes. Three threats. Five successes. So he takes one strain. And like, you, you work yourself up. I mean, it's not yelling. No. But it's definitely got... Um, you are launching invectives. Yes. He takes it for several seconds. All right, but he's going to take a setback die for two rounds. Takes a setback die for two rounds. Look, I'm not a psionics expert at all, okay? That's what I said earlier. I just know in exercising psionic powers in Terran physiology is strongly correlated to mental breakdown. I don't know if you witnessed this yourself. It can be very difficult to see in one's own mind. This is why the Kala helps us stay level. Have you done that project yourself, or are you just parroting back what somebody else told you? I'm not parroting things back, I'm a, I'm a man of science, technology, a clear understanding. It is in the Kala, no one is hiding it. You're not an expert on Terran physiology, and you said yourself you're not an expert on psionics. I am not. I'm telling you what we, the Protoss of Ayer, the true Protoss, are aware of. Maybe your data skewed by the fact that you primarily had contact with ghosts. And not normal, everyday psionic people. How many normal, everyday psionic Terrans are there? There's at least one. <laughs> he kind of looks around. Is this normal for Terrans? I don't know. It's because of various governments and how they wish to abuse these sorts of things that one has to keep these things under wraps. It is regrettable that uh, no Terran society has put together a, a productive, a, a healthy psionic training program. It may simply not be possible. I think it is possible. You think it's possible, or you want to believe it's possible? You? I don't know. I just... I wasn't sure how much knowledge you have about it. You seem to know a few things. You ire Protoss. Manage to harness your psionics without torturing yourselves. That indicates to me that such things are possible. Ah. You are unfamiliar with Protoss history. I mean, I make checks every now and then. Sometimes I I've made a couple checks in my time. Sometimes I fail. The Protoss did not always have the Kala. The Talarim would have it that you have to be tortured and miserable to develop your psionics. Indeed. And some Terran ghost training programs also seem to be that way, but... That is true. The Ayer Protoss don't operate that way. That is because we have the Kala. The Kala is not a, it is not a natural part of Protoss' physiology. We created it. Prior to that, our whole society was one of, of strife. It was the Aeon of Strife that racked every uh, Protoss in every world, set us back probably hundreds of years. 
massive civil war long before Terrans or Zerg set foot in this sector. So if the Kala is an artificial construct, then why couldn't Terrans do the same sort of thing? Well, the Kala works because every Protoss is connected to it. And that well, not every Protoss. I can tell just being slightly cut off as I am, I am feeling agitated, anxious. But so few Terrans have psionic ability. It's just, it's rare to meet another mind to keep you level. If your ghost academies do not even have this critical mass of Terrans, one isolated Terran would, uh, I would think, stand even less chance. So you blame your people's psionic ability for all the fighting that you did. It is... I think that's a crutch. Because I'm telling you, Terrans are capable of doing a lot of infighting without psionics. Then I do not think adding psionics to Terran abilities would be better. I'm saying it's a completely separate issue. Like, you can't say, well, these Terrans know how to bake pies, therefore their society will be peaceful. It's completely irrelevant. We've done the great societal experiment. Before the Kala, strife. After the Kala, peace. For the most part. Aye, there's the rub. You can't get me to believe that every Protoss gets along perfectly fine with every other Protoss because you got the Kala. If you could remove 90% of the violence in your society, would you? We decided to do so. Those that would not renounce their ways were exiled. There were others who later rejected the ways. The Nerezim. We are coming to terms with them, but it is very difficult. Their ways are very different from ours. If your goal here is to get me to stop doing this, you're not going to achieve it. If your goal is to teach me something that can help me be more stable, then I'll listen to you. But I don't want to hear any of this. The turns just can't do it. Talk. I just want to offer you the word of caution. My advice would be to stop doing it. The problem isn't that you can't. The problem is that you can. But controlling it is very difficult. I think that kind of sets her off because she fears failure and she's ambitious. And uh, it's kind of like, damn straight I can and I will. <laughs> like, And I'll do it right. Yeah, his eyes glow a little bit. I, I will say no more. And I don't need your help anyway, because I already have a teacher. He like pauses for a second. You will learn from Malorn, a Taldarine. I've learned from crazier sources. I, uh... I fear your sanity may already be cracking. Well, that didn't stop Solendis from teaching me things. <sighs> Solendis is a Templar, who is a master of such things. It is her decision, and perhaps at the time you were not as you are now. What am I now? You sounded dangerous. That's because you're easy to scare. You're not a warrior. No, nor do I intend to be one. I think Imogen is fine, like, slamming the door on the conversation at that point. Bam. Now fix my damn door, like you promised. Slam. I already reconfigured it on the way in. <laughs> he told us he had to be on the ground. He said he couldn't do it. I know, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. Just can't let me have the last word, can you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, he thought he was going to try and convince me of something, but there was no actual social combat, so I didn't have to give up on the ground. Yeah, that's okay. I think that was an interesting discussion. Between a Protoss who has very limited knowledge of psionics and a Terran who has a certain amount of knowledge of it, and she will not fail. Yeah. 
Lily, what do you do? Um, shopping. That's right. You got to go shopping. Yeah, I do need to get some supplies. I'll check on Maloran. How's he doing? He seems out pretty out cold. You okay. can put a blanket by him again. Yeah, put a blanket on him. That's probably good. But I probably did that before I went to bed. Tuck it in. Yeah. Yeah, he is... Uh, I guess Protoss don't snore because they don't breathe, but... <laughs> Maybe his eyes are moving or whatever. Yeah, below the eyelids. He seems so sweet when he's sleeping. I go uh, see what Lee June needs and... You got a list from Lee June? I don't know what Imogen needs. Imogen needs place for Old Red. Okay. You go into town. Do you just like go to a generic shop, get some stuff? Or do you want to pop into Joey Ray's? Actually, why don't I pop into Jerry Ray's on my way back and I'll bring back lunch. Oh, that's a good idea. I do want to go to Big Daddy's and see about getting Malorn a knife. Okay, I think that makes sense. There's a, it's a chain. There's one in every planet. There is one. Every, every major Dominion world, always a knife needed. Yeah, yeah. I go in there, I have my card that can get stamped. Yeah, you got your card. I think it has one stamp from my knife. It has one stamp. Yeah. Oh yeah, what can I get you for today? It's like, it's opening up, you're there like early in the morning, it's like 8 or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> of course it's morning shopping as knives. What can I get you? We are still open, I assure you, uh, during the, you know, oddities going on outside. I try to stay out of that all stuff. Cool. I'm looking for a knife. Knives? I got knives. I got your top of the line knife here. I got knife over here. He's got basic knives for 25 credits, certainly. Yeah, I mean, here's what I've got to spend. 25 credits, okay. Let me think about what kind of knife would be yeah, good. Yeah, what kind of knife is good for Malorn? Well, maybe something a little longer, because he's kind of bigger. Aren't they, like, taller and stuff? He's taller than you a little bit. See, so, yeah, I think bigger's probably good. But he's got this gauntlet. What's a gauntlet like, as far as if it was, like, a knife? <sighs> It'd be a huge knife. It'd be, like, a sword or something? It's closer to a sword. But, I mean, it's still brawl, just the way you hold it. Okay. There are some weapons that are like that, but it, then it'd be like getting a weapon that he already has. Yeah, no, I don't want to get... That's why I was wondering. I didn't want to get him something like his gauntlet. Yeah, it's styled. It's got, like, a big red crystal in it. The rest of its color is kind of bronzy. When he fights, does he fight more agilely or more, like, brute force? More brute force. Okay. So he's a brute force fighter, so... Let me think about a knife that would be good for him. Something with a little bit of reach. You know, I think something with an edge. Something with a jagged edge. Jagged edge knife. Ah. Yeah, maybe not on both sides, but... Yeah, I, I hear you. Guy, like, pulls through a little number. And it's actually, it's a ceramic blade. Uh-huh. Uh, so it's not even made of metal. It, it has these same mechanical properties, we'll say. Yeah. But it's kind of got that bronzy color to the whole thing. And yeah, it does have, like, little... Not serrations, but like waviness to it. In another setting, you would say this is a creepy ceremonial dagger. Yeah, yeah. I think that sounds perfect. All right. Ring that right up for you. Every 25 credits. Every knife comes with a free can of beer. All right. Not a free six pack. Uh, no. That would, uh, that would put us out work real quick. Yeah. And I'll, I'll stamp your card there. One more knife. Didn't you buy a knife for Imogen at one point, too? That might be where I got my first stamp. Yep. Oh my goodness. Anyway, you got two punches on your punch card. Yeah, and a can of beer for him. Uh, the plates for Old Red 
are going to run 100 credits, though. Okay. Lily doesn't negotiate. Oh. This come out of our mission fund? I'll take it out of the mission fund. Cool. Boom. We probably need some painkillers, but probably medical supplies is something that Imogen probably should be involved with. Okay, you hold off on that. You can. Yeah, I'll get Lee June's stuff, and I'll stop by Joey Ray's and pick up lunch for everybody. You go to Joey Ray's. There's Joey Ray. It's yeah, it is almost lunchtime, so he's fixing things up. Sees you come in, doesn't really say anything. I just say, hey, Joey, need three specials to go. Three specials to go, right up. Uh, give me a perception check, two purples. And an extra um, order of Liberty Wings. <laughs> Whatever they're called now. Uh, revolution Wings. Sorry, Revolution Wings. Uh, one success and one threat. Okay. You don't think he recognizes you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You're here alone. I don't talk that much. You don't talk that much. He's uh, putting together your order. He does kind of look up, you new in town? You, you take a strain as you realize, right, I kind of... Is it because I'm a resock and I look like everyone else? Or... Yeah, but usually, I mean, usually she just like agrees just to get things going, but she likes Joey, so it'd be like, no, it's me, Lily, Washington. Oh! oh I'm really sorry, Lily. It's all right. Uh, did you change your hair, maybe, or... I yep. recognize you with a giant gash across your throat. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, you look like you got messed up for kind of bad. A little bit, yeah. Are, are you okay? I mean, my the head's still on. Yeah, that's, you know, that's a good metric to have. Just frying up your, your fries and stuff. Then he's like, now wait a minute, you wanted three lunches to go? Uh-huh. There's you, I assume Imogen's around. Who's the third lunch for? Do I know that he knows about Lee June? He might not. We have never talked to them about Lee June. But somebody Nobody gets... knows about us and Lee June. I'd say, yep, need three. Give me a cool check. <laughs> Two purples and a red. He's pretty perceptive. Yeah. I'll, I'll spend a story point, though. Two failures and two threats. Two failures and two threats. What happens with that? I mean, I didn't do a despair, but I, I'm obviously... I know you didn't do a despair, but he's just like, he's more interested. Did you get a third crew member in your ship? Um, deception? <laughs> Flustered Lily. I'm trying to figure out what happens when I lose my cool. Uh... It's it's up to you, like, whether, like, Lily just gets frustrated or, like, like this, kind of, like, flabbergasted, tongue-tied. Yeah, I mean, it's not, like, something that would make her angry, so... Yeah. I would even think that maybe she should take some black dice on the deception, because she's obviously flustered. You did have threats, so yes. Yeah, you haven't, yeah. You haven't used your flashback yet, and the night's almost over. It's true. Oh, <laughs> yes, deception with the flashback. Okay. Uh, this is going to be a three purple deception check. But what is the flashback? What is the nature of the flashback? you got to be lying to somebody at some point. And right now what I'm about to lie about is another person. Um, maybe I'm lying to the scientist guy. Something about... Like you're covering for somebody else, maybe? Or maybe about Spikey. Oh. Since it's kind of like he's like a crew member... In my mind, you know, so... That's, you know, that's true. We, we did establish you once lied about him to another officer. Yeah. I like this idea. You're talking to the scientist guy again. If this is about Spikey, then that indicates that she knew Spikey longer ago. That would indicate that. Interesting. That it wasn't just that she met him during the UED stuff. 
Yes. Maybe he was a little hydralisk. I'm picturing him as just like praying mantis size. Uh, you are talking to the scientist. He's like, uh, yes, did you have any of that more of a subject like 5P, 1KY? Nice. <laughs> uh, and you're there like, this is, this is a hydralisk that you don't have, that name for it doesn't exist yet. Yeah. And uh, the scientist has had it like chained up and he's been like, trying to like rip out spines from its clans and like you've been assigned to like try to like extract the spines and mainly you get shot at right uh he hasn't managed to hit you yet but it's like you just the creature is just like chained up and like unable to do anything and it's it just you have some level of empathy with it it just see, feels wrong to do this to a creature it, it seems to have a level of sentience it's aware yeah and it's never hit you it's always almost hit you right and so you're like, and he's asking about subject, whatever you released subject five P one K Y. So you tell him that like he died. Yeah. Didn't survive, but there's probably some sort of a scientific or whatever. Subject expired during experiment, whatever, whatever. We had to sacrifice him. <sighs> Needed some of the parts for something. One of those other experiments. Sure. No, this is this experiment is the like he rants to you about like this experiment being the most important one. The other ones aren't important, and you just kind of zone out. Like in the flashback, you get bored of it, and then it <laughs> you come back to reality. He's always yelling at me for something. <laughs> hmm. I just wrote down Spiky's designation, and I just realized that it spells Spiky. Because <laughs> I didn't. Okay. Let's see if I can lie to Joey Ray about, oh no, one failure and two threats. You take two more strain as Joey's like, oh, come on now. <laughs> I'm, I'm curious, you've, you and Imogen form a scrappy bunch or uh, like he's got one of your business cards. So he doesn't know it, but it's now we're probably in social combat. So I'm, <laughs> I'm down to five out of 11. Roll cooler discipline to recover as we enter social combat. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, you're just, this is why you don't send me alone. Okay, one success. Because now he really wants to know. Because there's something secret about it or something. And now I'm going to, like, crack my neck. Yep, you can crack your neck. You can do all those things. <laughs> I'm just trying to get lunch. Yeah, he gets the first go. Yeah. I think he's going to try to charm. Yeah. <laughs> I just say, like, come on now. I'm I just interested in your crew. You two run pretty tight. I'm probably going to tell him. He's going to already know about Lee June. Uh, there's a good chance. Uh, but you know, like, Lee June is a sore point. So you probably shouldn't say. So he will have a black die. Yeah. What is he going against? Your cool. Oh, my cool is a yellow die. Oh, okay. Uh, would you like to spend a story point to upgrade that difficulty further? That will add another die, at least. Yeah, we might as well. Okay, first things first. He fails. So he, he takes two strain there. <laughs> this is like baby fights. <laughs> Second thing, he has a triumph. So does that mean he finds out something about me? He's going to learn some other piece of information about this person or about Lily. Yep. Oh, no, no, no. I know, I know what happens. I, I know exactly what happens because he also has a despair. So I think you, Lily, like you tried to just brush it off like, oh, not a big deal. And you turn to go. Joey Ray just kept, like, finding being a little friendly. 
He's like, oh, no, come on. He, like, takes his hand and he, like, tries to, like, put it on your shoulder, like, turn you back around. Right. He, like, exposes all your tattoos. Oh, my God. Now, can I tell he did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is clear that, like, he reached as you were turning to try to, like, stop you from turning. But, like, you kept going and that pulled down your tattoos a little bit. He sees all those tattoos. Okay, okay, okay. And there's, like, a look of recognition on his face. Yeah. Or uh, recognition in a moment of like, that's a lot of resock. He doesn't say that's a lot of resock tattoos. But he's just like, oh. He's looking like, that's a lot of ink. Eyebrows go up. Yeah. Now it's getting close to lunch. There's, this place is not abandoned, but it's not super busy right now. What do you do, Lily? What do I do? Is the food done? The food is done. Like, do you run out of there? Yeah. You know what? Maybe I just leave the food. I just turn around and walk out. Okay. Leave the food. You're just out of there. Yeah. Yeah. You... It's not what he wanted to find out. No, that's not what he wanted to find out. He's kind of like dumbstruck, but you're just gone. Yeah. I just find a place to sharpen knives. Get an old red and go. Yeah. And actually, instead of going straight back, I think I might drive around a bit. Okay. Give me a driving check. Two purples. Are you going out into the waste? You just driving around town? Probably should stay around town, but I'm reckless. So I'm going out in the waste. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you got to go through some waste anyway to get where you're going. She likes Jory Ray, but she's just like, you know, I guess she's not angry. She's just. I mean, like, he shouldn't have done that. Like, I don't know if you feel like embarrassed or like, oh my God, like, he knows now. Like, I can't go back there. Yeah, she's humiliated. So she's she's going out of town. Everybody can see her, and I'm sure thinks she's a reason. Yeah, everybody in town can see. Like, Joey Ray's going to tell everybody. That's probably how you feel. Everybody knows, yeah. So she covers up. She's going to drive around the waist a bit. So what's the difficulty of the driving check? Two purples. However, you are distracted Yeah. during all this. So I'm going to upgrade the difficulty. Uh, I'll spend a story point to do this. So a purple and a red. All right. Good news is I got the plates. Bad news is... I crashed the car. <laughs> oh, five successes and an advantage. Okay. Uh, you take some particularly, like, nasty terrain you choose, but that, that actually is therapeutic in a way. You'll drive around. Yeah, I remind myself that I'm good at something. You feel like you're good at your something, you're doing something. Mm-hmm. So, like, you recover a strain. One with the machine. I think I forgot that she has this as a hobby. Yeah. You haven't gotten a chance to just take Old Red out for a while. Yeah. Yeah, you're still not sure what you're going to do about Joey Ray. Yeah, that's a later problem, so she's going to go back, and I don't know what she's going to do about it. And you know you don't have lunch, but you don't think your friends will mind, really. They didn't know I was going to pick up lunch. That was going to be a surprise? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, I think you two can get tent experience for the night. Cool. listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe and played using the Genesis role-playing system published by Edge Studio. Our GM was Daniel, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.